The Lord is my shepherd. It's the most famous line of the most popular psalm of the most popular book in the entire Bible. But with that much popularity and that much familiarity, we tend to romanticize it, the shepherding and the sheep. At least that's what I found from a young priest friend of mine. He was helping on another friend's farm, and one of the lambs got away. He dutifully searched out the little lamb and found him, picked him up, started carrying him back across the field, and then he realized he wasn't doing it right. He had seen the pictures. He knew you're supposed to carry the lamb on your shoulders. So he did so. And just at that point where he was absolutely sure he looked just like the beautiful pictures of Jesus in all the religious art, that little lamb relieved himself. And the romanticism dripped over his shoulder and down his back. My brothers and sisters, that saying of the Lord is a way to let the romanticism flow off our backs. He says that the sheep know the shepherd's voice, and the sheep are called by name. You see, the people that Jesus spoke to the first time knew about real life. They knew about real sheep, and they knew about the shepherds. In particular, the scriptures, as We just heard in Psalm 23, that famous psalm, that speaks of two things, protection and abundance. Protection, the dark valley, there would be no fear. There is the rod and the staff that will give me courage. And then the abundance, there will be the table spread out before me, the the verdant pastures, the restful waters. These are good things protection, and abundance. But don't let those be the rose-colored glasses through which you see it. Because truth be told, sheep are dumb. Normally they need sheep dogs to nip at their, at their heels to get them to go. And they belong to a flock. They're nameless in a crowd. So Jesus, when he gives these words, blows their minds and should blow ours as well. He says he calls them by name. Yeah, they're sheep, but they're sheep who are loved. They are known. He knows them, not just the big furry ones, but you and myself, each of us. He knows by name from the day of our baptism. We shared in his life. He knows us and he loves us. And then the sheep, he says, Hear his voice and follow him. Don't romanticize that. It's not as easy as it sounds. Normally there are a sheepdog helping the sheep. How do we do it? Once we know that he knows us, we can't help but want to give him space and time in our lives. So Sunday morning is a good check. How did you do this past week? How did you do a allowing for silent prayer each day? Did you give at least 10 minutes 
in order to, to hear that voice? If so, you will hear it. You will hear him. You'll hear that voice and you'll be able to follow him. You're doing well. You're here right now, and that's wonderful. When we hear the scriptures, when we hear those prayers, when we hear those hymns, that resonates in our hearts. But we can't be romantic fools. We know that for the next 167 hours, we're going to hear other stuff. And one hour a week is not enough for us to, to breathe fresh air and then pretend we can hold our breath the rest of the time. To hear his voice and to follow him requires space and time. And one more image the Lord gives us that I want to highlight. He says that I am the gate for the sheep. The good shepherds in the first century, they would lay themselves down at night in the opening of the corral. They would be the ones to literally step into the breach in order to protect those sheep. And so it is with our Lord, the one who is the gate. He lays down his life. Yes, to protect us. Yes, for abundance. But also to nourish us, the ones he loves so much. Not in a romantic way, but with his very flesh and blood that he pours out, he lays down. The hymn that we started Mass today said, For the sheep, the lamb has bled. Sinless in the sinner's stead. He is our gate. He is our shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. There is nothing we shall want.